coming up on 5-Minute News. US health officials call for booster shots against COVID-19. Report says feds targeted BLM protesters. And UK's Johnson accused of complacency over Afghanistan retreat. It's Thursday, August 19. I'm Anthony Davis. U.S. health officials on Wednesday announced plans to dispense COVID-19 booster shots to all Americans to shore up their protection amid the surging Delta variant and signs that the vaccine's effectiveness is slipping. The plan, as outlined by the Chief of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and other top health authorities, calls for an extra dose eight months after people get their second shot of the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine. The doses could begin the week of September 20th. Officials said it is very clear that the vaccine's protection against infections wanes over time, and they noticed the worsening picture in Israel, which has seen a rise in severe cases, many of them in people already inoculated. They said the US needs to get out ahead of the problem before it takes a more lethal turn here and starts leading to increasing hospitalizations and deaths among the vaccinated. But the announcement has been criticised by some public health experts concerned about nations offering a third vaccine jab, while others are barely able to administer their first. Though they make up about 20.5% of the global population, the 52 least wealthy countries and regions in the world have about 2.7% of the vaccinations. There are 13 countries and territories which have less than 1% of their populations even partially inoculated and another 41 with vaccination rates below 10%. The countries with the lowest vaccination rates in the world are Tanzania, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Haiti, Chad, South Sudan, Turkmenistan and Madagascar, all of which have less than 0.7% of their populations partially vaccinated. The federal government under former President Trump deliberately targeted Black Lives Matter protesters via heavy-handed criminal prosecutions in an attempt to disrupt and discourage the global movement that swept the nation last summer in the wake of the Minneapolis police killing of George Floyd, according to a new report released on Wednesday by the Movement for Black Lives. Movement leaders and experts said the prosecution of protesters over the past year continues a century-long practice by the federal government rooted in structural racism to suppress black social movements via the use of surveillance tactics and other mechanisms. The report argues that as the uprisings in the summer of 2020 increased, so did police presence, the deployment of federal agents and prosecution of protesters. Titled Struggle for Power, the Ongoing Persecution of Black Movement by the US Government, the report details how policing has been used historically as a major tool to deter black people from engaging in their rights to protest and weaken efforts to draw attention to issues impacting black Americans. We want to really show how the US government has continued to persecute the black movement by surveillance, by criminalizing protests, and by using the criminal legal system to prevent people from protesting and punishing them for being engaged in protests by attempting to curtail their First Amendment rights, said Amara Enyea, the Movement for Black Lives Policy Research Coordinator. 
The report also points to the stark difference in how the government handled the COVID-19 protests against local government shutdowns and mask mandates amid the pandemic during the same period. A key finding of the report was that the push to use federal charges against protesters came from top-down directives from former President Donald Trump and Attorney General William Barr. In a packed emotional session of Parliament, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson faced accusations on Wednesday from lawmakers across the political spectrum of needlessly abandoning Afghanistan to the whims of the Taliban and of undermining Britain's position in the world. The members of Parliament were recalled from their summer break to attend the emergency session in London. Many, including a large number from Johnson's Conservative Party, voiced strong regrets and fears at the chaotic turn of events in Afghanistan, where the Taliban have seized control 20 years after being driven from power by a US-led international force following the 9-11 attacks. Johnson said he had little choice but to follow the decision of US President Joe Biden to take American troops out of Afghanistan by the end of August. The West could not continue this US-led mission, a mission conceived and executed in support of America without American logistics, without US air power and without American might, he said. There's been a major miscalculation of the resilience of the Afghan forces and a staggering complacency from our government about the Taliban threat, said Keir Starmer, leader of the opposition Labour Party. Some of the most pointed interventions during the debate came from Johnson's conservative ranks, notably his predecessor Theresa May, who asked whether Johnson had hoped on a wing and a prayer it would be all right on the night. We boast about global Britain, but where is global Britain on the streets of Kabul, she asked. A successful foreign policy strategy will be judged by our deeds, not by our words. With the Taliban now in charge of Afghanistan, the immediate priority of the British government is to evacuate the 4,000 or so UK citizens still in Afghanistan and the thousands of Afghans who have helped the UK over the past 20 years. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news. Daily. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, Please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. 
Conflicted, a history podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.